I tell you what you want, what you really, really want. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna. wanna, Alright, so yeah, let's. mm, Zigzag. If you wanna be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. Make it last forever. (laughs) How I know better than you? Trash. I don't know. Yo, it's your girl, Kashandra. Your is Katama. Welcome to Yo to Your Podcast. Where we talk about everything from side chicks to current events while staying black as fuck. Hey, let's do it. And welcome back to Yo to Your. It's your girl, Chandra, and his name is Katama. <laughs> your name didn't fit. It didn't, because I didn't know you was rapping. <laughs> It didn't fit. You kind of just dived right into that. I was trying. I knew to. we was about to spit bars. <laughs> you would have had a couple right. It would have been lit. <laughs> it's been a while. It has definitely been a while. Because niggas want to travel. And live their best life. And live happy belated birthday. Thank you. You are 40. All that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got a gray hairs. Um, how old you turn? I turned 28. Okay. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to be 28 now? <sighs> you know what? It actually feels good. I've noticed that I'm ready for more lively things. Like, I don't know, a stable boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. You know, that could potentially build in. I don't want to be an old mom. And I feel like my clock is going to start chiming in my ear. What's an old mom? Like, your kid is in kindergarten and you're 50. That's what white people do. I'm not white. I mean, yeah, I, I you know, I, I don't care what white people do, but I think, <laughs> I don't. Just bought it up for real. I don't, no, no, but I think that, you know, you learn from your enemy. Well, I don't, okay, I mean, I say enemy. You learn from... Others? Your enemy. So, like, <laughs> so, like, when I was working at the financial company, like, a lot of those CEOs and shit were, like, 50 with two-year-olds. And the reason why they did that is because, like, when you're 50 and you've been in the financial game for a long time, like... You have a lot more time to yourself. Like, you don't have to work all the time. This and you're financially true. stable. This is true. And I thought about that. I thought about how I'm making sure myself is prepared and my foundation is laid before I actually get into something with somebody else. But that don't mean that you... That don't mean I don't want it. You know what I mean? Like, I, the yearning is still there. No, nah, I feel you. I, I'm, I think I'm going to do... I think it was Kalani. Kalani, that's her name right? Mm-hmm. I think she like had sex with like one of her best friends. This is what I heard. She had like she pretty much had a baby with one of her really good friends because she wanted a baby. Like she just decided, oh, we're gonna get together, have a baby, and that's it. Oh, so I was like, you know what? I thought they were in a relationship. Nah, she was just like, yo, I want a baby. Trying to give me a baby, and then boom, I was like, you know what? I could do that. Like that's a lot cheaper than a wedding. It is, and I care more about having a kid. But are they co-parenting? Yeah. Oh, okay, I yeah. just want to make sure she wasn't like. The human incubator. No, no, she's like they're co-parenting. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna start going through my list of things. Okay. And be like, yo, so, so what up? Because <laughs> the date no. But my nigga, you can't even. I guess. I guess. I you're saying they're co-parenting, but I'm just thinking like you're not even the one housing the child for the nine to ten months. Like I care way more about having a kid than having a wife. So I'm just like. You've always said that. I have. You have been clear that you will not be a great husband. No, I never said that. I said I will be a way better father than I will be husband. So you're not going to be a great husband. No, I'm going to be. In order for you, in my mind, in order for you to be a good father, you have to be a great husband. Like you have to be good to the. 
like in order for you if there's a grading system in order for you to get a hundred percent on the good father sale you either have to be a good husband because even if you can be a good husband shit don't work out but you have to be great to the mother of the kids if okay. you're not great to the mother of the kids that's just a good human being it doesn't mean you're a good husband yeah i understand that but like you, you in order for you to fit the good father you, you can't be a good father treating the mom like shit i feel you on that because that just don't make sense i feel you on that. and i'll be great to my future wife fuck the fuck is you talking about she's gonna be great okay when I see it, I believe it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Snigga, where'd you? So you went away for your birthday. Where'd you go? I went to Paris, Amsterdam, and London. Okay, out of the places that you went to, which one was your favorite? Oh, uh, it's kind of hard. I think Paris right now is taking the cake because I spent the most time there. I mean, sorry, London. I did okay. not like Paris. Yeah, when you talk about it briefly, you said that you didn't like yeah, Paris. I didn't really like Paris. Why you didn't like Paris? Food was trash. Yes. People were trash. I'm just playing. Paris people weren't trash. Um, the were. best part about it was their club, Wonderlust. I think that's where we had the most fun the whole time. Why? Um, they were playing like American music? I mean, yeah, they played like um, Afrobeats, EDM, and like our songs all okay. mixed together. Um, so, I don't know. The vibe was just good. We just had a good time. Okay, okay. Um, but everything else was just, like, touristy kind of stuff. Um, I think mainly because the food was trash and it just, it wasn't all lively like people say in the movies and shit. Mm. Maybe we didn't just go to the right places, but it wasn't that great. But you like London. I love London. Why? To me, it was like a, a baby New York. Not gonna lie. No, wait. Because you ain't going to say that you went to Amsterdam and not mention. Um, Give me the red light <laughs> special. But all them, it was just naked women in the fucking. They had undies on. What was it? The red light district. Yeah. Right? That's what it's called. Red light. Red light district. Red, red, red light district. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was legit red lights. Really? And there was legit women in the windows. How did the women look? Um, so there was some young ones and some old ones. There was a good mixture. Most of them looked pretty good, though. And some of them, you know, was giving a little show. They were giving a little... <laughs> I did a little dance move. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like you don't need to demonstrate. <laughs> I think I can uh, piece together what it might look like. They were giving a little show. Okay. Um, show I, a little titty. <laughs> they didn't, I mean, they didn't show no body parts. You gotta pay for that. They were white? Yes. I probably saw, like, one mixed girl, but... Everyone else was just white? Mm-hmm. As I know, they're fair screen, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, and they get high as fuck. They get high in the clubs. Um, weed is legal, legal there. Yeah, weed is legal. Mm-hmm. French fries are phenomenal. They said they're known for their cheese. I don't understand how you jump from weed and prostitution <laughs> in the district to all oh, the munchies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not that I partaked in Amsterdam. You didn't partake in a legal activity in Amsterdam. I didn't know. I didn't smoke none of their weed. Okay, all right. Cool. I didn't smoke none of their weed. Because what? You thought he's going to like end up on Taken or some shit like I that? I don't know. What the fuck is going on? Are you going to have to call me? Like- Yo, the video that the... I mean, the guys that were swarming were not like niggas that... I mean, they weren't... First of all, they weren't niggas. So. They were white boys. Yeah. Or like there were some Indian men. And it was just like... And they... Oh, my God. What killed me was these Indian men kept saying nigga. Yeah. Well, the so- <laughs> there was a song on, right? I forgot what song it was. And, like, the N-word comes up, I think, in the chorus, like, one time. And so every time the chorus came up, he would try to say the word. So we would be waiting there. Be like, I know this nigga ain't gonna say it. I know this nigga ain't gonna say it. 
At first, we didn't know. Because I think he said, like, wiggle. Mm. I was like, okay, I'm going to let that I'm gonna let that pass. I'm going to let that. A little that. close. Like, close to the edge. The W and the Okay. <laughs> okay. And so, the next time when he said it, I was like, that, yo, that shit is not cool. Like, you got to say. He was like, oh, my, sorry, my friend. Like, I forgot. How you forget? You knew that shit was coming. You was waiting for it. Don't do it again. <laughs> you knew the other words, nigga. <laughs> you knew what was next. So, I mean, it made me a little uncomfortable. And I, I wasn't comfortable enough to, like, smoke. I don't know those people. Okay. And I got to know people in order to smoke. Okay. Then, you know, that's how a titty comes out. Smoking? Mm. You're right. Smoking around the wrong people. Makes I mean. you know you got a titty out. High sex is amazing sex. So I'm all I'm all about cannabis. And sex. High sex is amazing sex. It's beautiful. I've never engaged. And you probably never will. Probably won't. I Please. mean, you know what? I've been thinking about trying the whole CB, CB, what is it? CBD. CBD oils or something like that. Mm. I'm interested. Because my body's always in pain. Well. And it'll probably help with my anxiety. It, it probably will. So, you know. And then the, I'm just afraid that then I'm going to be. Hooked on it? Uh, like, you know, next thing you know, I'm on hair on. Listen, nigga, because it's a gateway drug? Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> what would you, what would you be on heroin then? Because it's like, yo, this 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 drug don't do it for me no more. Nah. I need something stronger. You'll pass nigga, that. you're not even doing the real drug. Pass you're that hair doing... rod, nigga. Just... Not pass the hair rod. Pass that hair rod, nigga. I can't. Pass the spoon and the hair rod. You be all right. So, all right, while you were gone. sex is amazing sex. While you were gone. Stop talking about your sex life. <laughs> while you were gone. <laughs> what? Um, you missed me? Were you... Did I miss you? You were missed. Y'all take y'all hear that? Oh. Which I really should hear is how I answered the question. <laughs> like fuck, nigga. You were. Did missed. you miss me? You were missed <laughs> by somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chandra, I missed you. Whatever. Anywho, while I was gone, were you able to keep up with what was going on, like you know, in America? Um. No, I really didn't have time. So like Takashi Six Nine's been snitching. He's been snitching since before I left. Let me be clear with that. That has nothing to do with Brooklyn because everyone keeps saying, "Oh, that's your people. That's your people." No, nigga, he's in Bushwick, which is another part of Brooklyn. But you know, so it is Brooklyn. We don't count that part. It's another part of what? Bushwick is borderline Queens. So it's both of your guys' fault. It's Takashi. Whoever the leaders need to come together <laughs> and figure it's out what Tekashi you're going to do. Takashi Six Nine fall. But then, for a couple of days, there was this whole debate. Uh, Fantasia had this interview on The Breakfast Club. Uh-huh. And what she said... Fall back and be the queen and let your man lead, lead the way. So I salute you for that. What does that mean? You, you can't be a leader. Because a lot of women look at that like, no, you know, I can lead in my household. I can do this in my household. What does that mean? That's not how it's supposed to be. And that's why we bump heads. And I feel like it's a generational thing. And we could talk. We can go real deep on that. And I might need... I don't need to start that. But it's a generational curse. Mm-hmm. And how society have placed our men mm-hmm. and women have to, to to stand up and be the mother and the father and the provider. And so then now you are so bad. You so you can't be told nothing that when the right man come, you lose him because you're trying to be the, the man. I was going to say yeah, right. man. Mm-hmm. Can we be equal? Oh, of course. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm the neck. My man's the head. So he can't make any moves without his wife. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. all works together. But you can't be the head of the house. You've got to let the man be the head of the house. But it's a generational thing, and it's what we've been taught. 
to stand up, be strong, be the, you know what I mean? And a, a dude come and you, everything about you is like a man. Sometimes we have no choice though. But that's why I was saying it's right. a generational thing and that's what society has, they do that on purpose. Mm. So you think women have to, to fall back a little for their man? Is that what you think? You have to learn how to submit. You can still be a queen. Queen plays a part. The, the king needs his queen. Mm -hmm. It's certain things that he can't see that we see. Some people will say the queen is the most valuable uh, piece on the board. So, yeah, she was pretty much saying, did you see it? You saw her. I did see it. I saw the Breakfast Club and her husband's reply, too, on her page. Okay, we're going to fix that. So, yeah, so she pretty much said, um, <clears throat> you know, women should submit to their men, uh, be more submissive to their men. Um, that's one of the issues that people are having. Um, in regards to finding love and relationships and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? I didn't think it would be that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. But then there was like a whole debate that was going on in like the shade room. Even like Amanda Seals got involved. She said a couple of things. And I thought it was going to be good. I thought that would have been a good thing for us to talk about because we are pretty opposite on this. I agree. I agree. I think the biggest problem is people don't like the word submission or submissive. It has like a negative connotation to it, which I can understand. There's a history behind it, but <clears throat> when you give like that power to words, that makes up for when you give that kind of power to words, it kind of alters your decision or alters the way you think about it. So okay, what? So what is your stance on it? Is this like your overall uh, submission uh, on what she said? On what she said and the idea of a woman submitting to a man. Um, I feel like me growing up in a Baptist home, I feel like that's what was educated to me. I don't really see a problem with me, with my man leading. And that's how I view submission, the man leading. I like the way Fantasia explained it about the female being the neck and the man being the head. Like you can't, the head can't move without the neck. And so she's saying that they both have to come to an agreement. They It's both a willing partnership. He just takes, like, a forefront. She's not saying, like, he's demanding or, or like, he's over her or anything. She's saying it's a partnership. He's just ahead of the partnership. I mean, okay, so, because Amanda Seals brought it up in her on her page. And she says some things that I don't agree with, but then she says some things I do agree with. Mm -hmm. And then she says that people keep trying to pretty up the word submit. And she actually gave the definition of what submit means. And I Googled it real quick. And it says to accept or yield to a superior force uh, or to the authority or will of another person. Yes. So the idea of submitting is accepting someone else as superior. Yes. So the man is superior to you because... I don't necessarily know. Men are always superior. It's a systematic thing, maybe? I mean, yeah. Okay, so just because it's... The systematic thing doesn't mean that it's correct. No, you should apply. I mean that you is should, true. You should go with it. I feel like that's just always been what has been written. That's always been what has been instilled in you and in well instilled in me and in my head. Like in the Bible, it says shit like that. A woman should follow the man. A woman was made mm -hmm. out of a man's rib. Okay. Like it's always the man first and then the woman. So it seems natural to say that they're supposed to be at the forefront or I guess in this term superior in a way that doesn't bother you not necessarily if you don't take advantage of like the position or the power I feel like if your wife is being <clears throat> submissive like you're she's trusting you 
there's a big amount of trust and foundation that you guys have built and you understand you you know her process of thinking and, and you're allowed to make decisions for the whole unit I feel like there's conversations in that I feel like there's still a partnership in that and I feel like people are forgetting that part when you're saying that somebody's being submissive towards you you're forgetting that there's the partnership and conversation behind it just because you see the decision and the man at the forefront doesn't mean that he doesn't go back and talk to the partner. Doesn't mean that she's not part of the deal. I mean, I don't I don't think because when I heard okay, so when I heard Fantasia talk about the neck and the head thing, yes. I was like, I don't want a I don't want a neck. I got a fucking neck. I want another head. Like I need two heads. Like I have a neck and a head. Yes. I think because I, I had to take this like you said, the, you, you read from the Bible and stuff, but I had to take a Christian marriage class at St. John's. And one of the big things that he said was successful marriages are not uh, 50-50. Mm-hmm. It's 100-100. Mm-hmm. It's two people who are choosing, who don't have to be together, choosing to be together. Correct. Working as partners to walk on this journey towards life. Now, the head and the neck thing would make sense if we're, like, the head and the neck thing would make sense if we're all on one body. But we're not. We're two separate people. We're two separate people in one vehicle. Well, one has to drive a vehicle, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're really going deep with your with your analysis. No, because it's like it's like. I I, but I also view like it is two separate people. You are two separate beings. But when you get married, you're coming as a unit. You're coming as one. When you have sex, you're coming as one. Are you? That was a. I don't know if you topic. come at one. I mean. We would hope. If you fucking with me, <laughs> you're going to come about 75% of the time. That, oh, I'm so glad you put a ratio. <laughs> I'm honest. That percentage out there. Can't win them all. <laughs> Can't stand you. <laughs> Can't win them all. But you're coming as a unit, so you're, you're already coming together as one when you're in a marriage. I don't, so, you coming to, I mean, you're coming to form one partnership, but you're still working together. You're still, yes, you're still two people. You still have two minds. But when I'm, I think when she's saying like the neck and the head, she's talking about within like the marriage. So you still have the two minds, but you're, you still have to move as one. A neck doesn't have a mind. Because I mean, you're taking it real literal. No, but I'm not like, it's, I'm not taking it literal, but it's literally, it literally relates to the situation that's at hand because it's like you're being submissive and yeah, I'm dom- I'm not, I'm ruling as long as I do it in a nice way. It's acceptable. Like what's your, I don't, I can't be with someone that's submissive because I need your intake. I need. Who said they weren't giving their intake? I feel like that's what you're missing. But if I am doing something wrong or if I make a decision, Okay. I am, what is one of my strengths? Reading isn't my strength. Mm -hmm. It's not a strength of mine. Writing too. You didn't have to put my business, (laughs) don't put my fucking business in these streets. Right? Okay. Everyone knows I can't. Okay, okay. I got two degrees. Okay, you're right. And reading is not my strength. Okay. So if there's something that involves reading, I don't think I should take. Lead on it. Lead on it because I'm not the best reader. Okay. I'm good at math. And baby, if you got some math problems, come over here. It's not that, oh, there's a reading and stuff like that, and I just make the final decision. Right. No, it's like, yo, you take lead on this, I take lead on this. You do that, I do that. So I feel like 
<clears throat> there's a lot of pull from it or a lot of resistance towards it because you feel like you had a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure on the man if a woman is submissive. Like, your example to me, your reading example, feels like you feel like you can't ever pass the baton. You feel like you can't ever say, you know what, honey, I can't do this. Yes, that's one thing. I feel like there's, yes, I think that it does, in a way, put this unfair expectation okay. on both the woman and the man. Okay. Like, it puts this unfair expectation on a woman tonight, not really think for herself at the end of the day. Not really, not like think for yourself, but not, it just, it, it doesn't seem fair that you're not put in a position of power due to your uh, gender or your... your My gender? Well, I, I'm trying to think of genital, that's what it is. Mm. Or, and it also doesn't seem fair that all the onus has to be on me because, like, there's just some shit I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there was this fucking thing, this video that was going viral where this guy was, like, talking to his wife and he's like, I got you. I won't allow myself to have a bad day if you're having a bad day. I'm like, I mean, I get where you're coming from, but at the same time, like, it's okay to not have everything. Like, and uh, that's a lot of expectation that, I mean, women, black women naturally are shoved that down their throat. Like, they're shoved, like, you're supposed to have everything together, blah, blah, blah. But in the context of this conversation, it's not fair for anyone to think that they always have to have it together. Mm-hmm. Like, and always can't just, I don't know, share the load. Yeah. Right. Did you hear his reply? Whose reply? Her husband's reply. Yeah, I saw his reply. And the, what bothered me with his reply is everything that he said revolved around finance. Okay, those are his examples, yeah. And, but all of his examples revolved around finance. And then when other people, because I watched a whole bunch of videos, and every time someone talked about someone being submissive, it was about finance. Hmm. And I was like, the last time we appointed someone to lead something because based of off of finance. their abilities to finance was that orange nigga. Because that was the big thing. It was like, oh, he's a businessman, so he should not do money. But morally, he's fucked up. Intellectually, he's fucked up. All these other different things are messed up. So why would you appoint this nigga? Because you're going to put him in charge of one thing that he may be able to do and not everything else? Like, I just feel like a lot of it might have skimmed over the head. I feel like there was a lot of examples of finances. He, they did bring up that he taught her to look at like budgeting and, and make sure that you're setting yourself straight. But they also talked about like them studying the word together. They talked about them um, coming together as, I don't know, a partnership. They talked more than just finance to me. His words to me said that... I pray and I pray to, for money. Like, it was like, I pray and I get my money right. That's it. Those are two things I told you. I mean, Steve Harvey said that's basically what a man thinks about. And, and it's fucking Steve Harvey. I'm supposed to agree with Steve Harvey? I don't know. I don't but agree I don't, with 90% of what that nigga I said. I just feel like he stated more than I can't verbatim say what he stated. I just feel like he came about it and said it more than just finances. I feel like he said that it was a partnership. I feel like he said... I feel like he said that he wants to make sure that she's on on the right path. Like she has her own best, her own mind. She's independent. She could think. He has his own mind. He's independent. They come together. They talk about stuff. They conflict resolutions. They do all types of things. Conflict resolve. Yeah. (laughs) They think about all kinds of things together, and then it's just that he's at the forefront. Basically, that's it. He's just at the forefront. I don't understand, but why does he get to be at the forefront? That's the 
that's the way they want it, Katama. No, but okay, that's not what they want. That's what the expectation that's being placed. You know what? Let's let's just watch the video. So here's the issue. Submission is supposed to be a beautiful song and dance between two lovers. What's happened is men have abused that power. <clears throat> Forgive me, they've abused that gift. And we have been misled to think that it's something where it's a dominant spirit and we, we own every decision, we dictate everything, we rule with an iron fist. First of all, that's not love. Mm. What happens is in my marriage, let me not speak for everybody, my marriage, I submit daily to the most high. I stay in my scriptures. I continue to feed myself with things that help me build my character to reshape my perspective that was messed up in the streets and dealing with different propaganda and programming and things like that so that I can come to my wife from a pure position. So when I do that and she sees me and she witnesses over time that it's an, it's an authentic demonstration, her heart is moved and softened and compelled to submit to me. Yeah. What does that look like? That doesn't mean that I dictate every decision. I don't walk around the house saying what we're going to spend, how we're going <laughs> to do it. We talk and we build. And I, I consider everything that's on her heart, her perspective, her position, her philosophy. I'll carefully weave that into my philosophy to figure out what's the best move for this family keeping all of that in mind. Now, the moment I start to step outside of righteousness and I start to move from a place of emotion instead of analytics, she has every right to snatch that back because submission is a gift. Mm. When she sees me laying at the foot of the father, she has no reason to withhold that from me. Mm. The problem is this, men are not found in positions of leadership handling it with integrity. How you gonna lead your wife if you can't balance a checkbook, if you don't know what's going on in the stock market? You don't have a sound understanding of the finances. You can't create a budget. You don't understand what's going on in the educational system in your community that's impacting your kids. In order to lead, you got to be so far ahead of your family that by the time they come to you with a situation or a problem, you've already dived into it, done your due diligence so that you can give leadership. Mm -hmm. You don't lead from your genitals. You leave from a gentle place of understanding. And the more she trusts, the more she can let go of things that she don't have to deal with and focus on the things that edify her. It ain't about money. We both hustlers. It's not about a dollar for dollar thing because we're one unit. Yeah. If I fall, she falls. If she falls, I fall. Submission is solely about trust. I think when, when, when women hear the word submission, we're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Submitting. With my husband, like he said, to piggyback off what he just said, it was what he demonstrated. Yeah, you know I mean, like he didn't come in and say, "All right," like he said, "We're gonna the budget is this, this, this for that, 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 that this is that, and the third. I watched how he did things. I watched how he budgeted. I watched him, and then I slowly became <laughs> him, and I submitted him. Yeah, now I think I'm savage. I'm more frugal than him, and 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 that's not even being like. Gotta be frugal because we don't have it. It's just being smart. And the word, if you dig deep in the word with your with your with your partner, you'll start to see a lot of things that we're talking about. But yeah, I, I like that he broke that down because I'm a very strong woman. I like what I like. Nice. I you know, I'm very strong. But when it comes to allowing him to cover and lead this home, I sit back and allow him to do that and it makes me better. Wow, that like Lead by example. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you want your wife to be humble, walk in humility. If you want your wife to forgive, you be quick to forgive. If you want your wife to consider, you know, following you down a, a specific path, prove to her that you got the blueprint and that she's not following you to some un unknown destination.
demonstration. My wife don't have to follow anything that she don't see me demonstrating. Mm -hmm. So master the thing before you go out and try to teach it. It's like sometimes you see cats, as soon as they get a book and they read something, they start running trying to teach people on it, but you haven't applied it and gone through the proven grounds of being able to master that information yourself. So leadership is a forward-thinking thing. And when you do that, women's natural instinct is going to be to trust to be able to submit their hearts. But again, this ain't a dominant thing. Nah. And I want my wife cold as me because if something ever happens to me, she don't like having he that conversation. Say that. If something ever happens to me, she need to know how to get that bag. She need to understand where the money's at. She need to know how to ask the right questions. I ain't telling you to ask nobody nothing. You tell them what belongs to you. She can't do that if I'm controlling everything. So my wife needs to be a direct female reflection of the man that I am. Mm. Facts. Come on now. You come on. You know, I always said the, the wise woman once told me, the older woman used to tell me, stop, boy. Is The woman is the neck and the man is the head. And without the neck, the head can't move. Two heads are just a head, but see how that works. <laughs> see how that works. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, and I'm going to end it with this. We ain't perfect. We ain't trying to be perfect. We're still nah, growing. Nah. And we just want to share that with all those out there that's still growing and want and get clarity don't be trying to twist my wife's words up at the end of the day because i'm proud of her for standing they try to do that and whatever to them at the end of the day we want to make sure there's clarity to what she said and the understanding and be able to hear the force behind what she is saying so it don't get tangled and twisted it ain't for everybody do your thing but for women out there who truly desire that and men who want to step up to the call we just wanted to take time out, make sure we bring clarity to our demonstration and hope that it's fruit for you in your life. And watch how God bless. Straight like that. The fuck ever. <laughs> I think it's really important <coughs> to remember that Fantasia is also a Southern belle. Fantasia is from the Southern society where that is heavily influenced in their culture, their lifestyle, and their well-being. Okay, so I will say that, and that's something to take into consideration because a lot of women... A lot of women I've met out here are way more into submissive um, roles. And, you know, a lot of people I met from, like, the South and stuff like that. But, like, in New York, New York women, not as much. Caribbean New York women, the first generation ones, like, the ones who were born here but their right. parents weren't. Right. Their parents are definitely, I wouldn't say submissive, but they're way more into, like, the man is the head of the household and you listen to what they have to say and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. For me, the there was certain things that he said, like the the line where he said a leader doesn't lead from his genitals, but from a gentle place. That's a bar. But that also showed what my issue is with what they're saying. What? Because I don't think that they should be saying submit. They should say that you should be vulnerable with your partner. So it brings us back to the point that there's an issue with the semantics, basically. No, it's not semantics. It's literally you're saying it's not the semantics of the word submit. It's that that submit is the wrong word, period. It's not that it's a you should use a better sounding word. The word submit is the wrong word. You're not submitting to someone. You're being vulnerable to someone. So you should be vulnerable with your partner. You should you should allow. Um, it takes a level of vulnerability to allow someone else to take a leadership role within your life, whether it's the man taking a leadership role within a woman's life or a woman taking a taking the leader. Sorry, or a woman taking a. Don't you ever flick my hammer? <laughs> or if it's the woman taking a leadership role in the man's life, there's a level of vulnerability that you should have 
but submitting it just okay it seems unfair put it that way because because even he said a lot of stuff he said well you gotta be 10 steps ahead of like your wife and kids so they come to, like it's a lot of homework for y'all it's a shitload of homework <laughs> And like a lot of the times, like, like I get it. Uh, me personally, I'm a natural born leader. Not even trying to arrogant or anything like that. That's just I'm a very leadership type of person. Um, but I don't want to lead all the fucking time. Like I lead pretty much. Like I, that's just who I am. I'm a very not, not just leader, but very individual. Like my group of friends is a very individual, like individual based type of people. And like you know, we lead uh, in different roles, and that's just what I'm used to. When I come home, don't get it twisted. Shit's gonna be handy, and I'm never gonna not fulfill my role within the partnership. But sometimes I just want to like, yo, you can handle that. Today. I just had to do. Tw- Apparently, I had to read the stock market. <laughs> <laughs> and study the education. And study the education system and all this other extra shit in the neighborhood. Can uh, I, I don't know what the fuck I want to do tonight. Can you make that decision, my nigga? Can you choose that? Like, I imagine you went straight to a domestic food kind of thing. I mean, it's just. I mean, that's a, that's just what. Because I, I barely did everything else. I studied the fucking schools. I went to work. I fucking know the stock market. So what else is there to learn? <laughs> Bitch, you better not be making no tuna fish sandwich. That's what I'm like. It's not. It just doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem fair on either side. It doesn't seem fair because a lot of the stuff I was reading on Instagram, it was like all these niggas talking about. Um, uh, uh, Oh, why should a woman submit? Are not the person that a woman should submit to in the first place. Hmm. I was like, I don't think a woman should submit to anybody. Nobody. Hmm. Like nobody. I don't want. I don't. That's one of the things that stops me from dating. That that hinders me from dating out here because I don't want that. I mean, okay. But let's go back. A lot of it is tied in religion. It is. That's like that's the common thing huh? that's there. <clears throat> the common thing that is there is that it's religious, and with that religious expectation. A lot of women oblige to that, uh, give in to that. And that's one of the things that makes me like, uh, I don't really, because that's not me. I don't, it makes more sense. To me, religion is very uh, sexist and very patriotic. Like, if you think of it from a logical standpoint, to me, it makes more sense that woman of God would be woman. It would make more sense that women should have a higher level of of understanding and stuff like that that men do like we that like, would make more sense in the world period but that doesn't happen d- just because that, that doesn't happen doesn't mean that's what it is and we should perpetuate some fake shit like that like i, I had to read I, t- I did this study um women in the workplace and they were pretty much saying uh women are better leaders be- better managerial leaders than men because biologically women have more gray matter in their brain so mm-hmm. that gray matter produces and makes neurotransmitters flow easier, causing them to come to a more holistic conclusion than men. So I'm like, if biologically you're more like it would make more sense for a woman to lead and women to, if women are gods in my mind, women are more inclined to be managerial. It would make more sense for me to submit to a woman than a woman to submit to me because what I'm physically stronger than you? Because I'm physically more dominating? But intellectually, you're more dominating than me. But I, I still feel like you're not hearing that it is a partnership. I feel like... That's not what they're saying. They are saying Manigan. that. 
Well, he said but he said that it was a partnership. That's not what he said. He said that she has she has her own mind. If she's not with whatever he's thinking, that's cool. She could do whatever she wants. He said that they come to a conclusion together. She got to know her stuff. He got to know his stuff. He said that. He said that they they have to blend their philosophies together. They have to blend their philosophies together for him to make a decision because a she's decision. submissive. To him. But that doesn't mean that she doesn't have her own mind that they don't think together. I still felt, for one, I do feel like there was a lot of expectation on the men. I do. But I feel like this whole time, talking about submission, I feel like you feel like the women has no say. Like, the women, I mean, the women's what I mean. not having a brain. Like, honey, uh, I don't think we should do that. I don't think she said that. Shut your ass see it like that at all like she said I'm a strong minded woman like if I don't if I'm not fucking with something I'm not fucking with it and so turn this shit off motherfucker it's time for me to go All right, go ahead, go ahead. Um, if I don't like something then I'm not doing it so I feel like the biggest thing I hear right now is that yes she allows her man to leave yes there's a lot of expectation on the men and yes it is coming from a cultural and religious background, and everybody does not have to be submissive. But within submission, it does not mean that the woman does not have a mind. It does not mean that the woman does not give her thoughts. It does not mean that the man does not hear the woman's thoughts and think about it before the decision is made for the household. There is a lot of vulnerability. There is a lot of trust in it that you were saying, all these characteristics that you were saying, but I just feel like they're not coming together for you. Like, they're not. They're still sitting on separate islands. But they don't, they sit on separate islands because I think it's because mostly of the expectation. So, like, for you, it's the okay. association with the word submit. For me, it's the expectation of the word submit. So, the fact that I just am a point, like, I am a leader because I'm a fucking leader. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the fact that I'm a man penis. or anything like that. I have a penis. No, that's just who I am as a mm-hmm. person. Intellectually, emotionally stuff like that i'm constantly like he said working on myself so that if there is a situation you can rely on me you can talk to me you can do that has nothing to do with the fact that i'm a man it's Mm -hmm. because i work my ass off to get there Mm -hmm. there's some people who do not put in as much work as me there's some people who do not work on themselves and because that person has a dick or because in the in, in the situation that they're in um then he's automatically appointed to be a leader when he Sometimes he's just not supposed to be a leader. And then there's some people who are not, there are some men who are not leaders and it's not an issue. That's not a bad thing. So there's some people who are just not, that's not who they are. That's not the personality they are. There's some people who want to be employers and there's some people that want to be employees. Right. That shit's on them too. I feel like that's okay. And I feel like they said that that's okay. But I feel like. They said it's not for everybody. It's not for everyone, which is valid. But I think that, and that's valid. It's not for everybody. It just don't make no sense to me because, you know me, I, I don't really, religion and stuff like that don't make no sense to me. Mm-hmm. But authority just, don't make no sense to you. Authority damn sure don't make no sense to me. <laughs> Suck my dick, man. What the fuck are you talking about? So I feel like, like that was the first problem. No, no, no. I don't, because I just don't, I feel like it's not, for me, it, it makes me uncomfortable because it's just like, damn, like, do I ever get to, like, relax? Chill, do I ever get to breathe? Yeah. Do I ever, like, I gotta make decisions all the fucking time? I can time? feel you on that. Like, it's like, it's not about, I, it's like my mom kept telling me I need to go to law school. It's like, she, she's, she, I tell her no all the time. I don't want to do law school. She's like, why? You don't think you could do it? I said, no, I'm fully aware I could do it. Like, I'm fully aware I could lead a relationship. I'm fully aware that I could do that. But, and oftentimes, that is the role I'm in. But it's not because I'm a man. It's because 
I'm just capable of leaving. Yeah. And if, if the roles are in a different situation, and then I'm completely fine with like following with the, if I believe you know what you're talking about, I'll follow you. To be honest, I feel like even if you don't even say the word submission, I feel like the gender roles kind of play into it. What do you I mean? feel like you fall when you get into a relationship. Maybe you could comment on like your previous relationship. Did your girlfriend look up to you to like make a make a majority of the decisions? No. You just uh, came to a decision by yourself. Even like simple stuff, I guess. Like she would I mean, but yeah, but that she just indecisive. And we are both indecisive, so we just look at each other like <laughs> we both just look at each other like eh, I don't know what to do. Sometimes but, I feel like gender roles plays into this quote unquote submission. Yeah, but that okay, gender roles plays. I think that has to do a lot with upbringing. Yes. So like when I would go to her crib, when I would go to her house or her family outings, um, her family would get on her if she didn't make me a plate. Mm-hmm. Now, if, when she came to my family um, outings, my family would be on me if I didn't make her a plate. With her, the expectation was she's supposed to make me a plate because she's a woman and I'm her man. Yes. And she's supposed to take care of me. Yes. The expectation when I was in my house was, that's your guest. You don't know. She don't know us. Go yeah. get her a fucking plate. Yeah. That's what the, it, it, the expectation, that to me makes more sense. You don't know nobody. So yeah, I'm going to go get you a plate. Gotcha. The, me going and your thing, I didn't want her to give me a plate, not because I didn't want her to not... I, I, I didn't want to get food, but I didn't want her to get me a plate because I knew that they were looking at her saying, yo, you should be doing this. Mm-hmm. The fucking, it, it, it's all about upbringing and the way you're, you're associated with stuff. Like her mom, when I went to her mom's crib, her mom loved it when I was there because the brothers was gone. Um, the father worked a lot or whatever. So she had a man that she could like cater to and take care of and this other stuff. And it made me uncomfortable. I didn't like it. I was just like, I can get my own plate. I could do this. Like it's not what I'm used to, but a lot of times I got quiet and just let her do it because I know what it did for her. Because from birth, she was taught this is what the fuck you're supposed to do. Right. So if you are taught from jump, you're supposed to do this, then you feel fulfillment by f- you're fulfilling your role as a woman and as ultimately as a person by fulfilling this role. Mm-hmm. Vice versa. Me, I wasn't taught that as a man. I was taught. How to be a good person. I wasn't taught how to be a good man. To me, a man is what you make. It's, it's like a man is a person with a penis and everything else is your expectations that you put on that. Isn't that the same thing for a female? That's what I... But, I, but it's not determined by what I can provide. It's not determined by all these other outwardly things. I think that like... I, I like to be recognized as a person. For being an adult person, not being like, oh, I'm doing my shit as a man. No, and recognize me as a person. Okay. And I think that if I am appointed to a leadership role, or if I'm in a leadership role, I've proven myself to be a leader mm-hmm. in that, and vice versa. And sometimes I just don't want to do shit. I sometimes I just want you to, yo, you figure that out. So it sounds like you just need somebody to be like, it's okay, Katama, you can take the load off. Yes, but that but submission doesn't allow yeah. that. <laughs> I feel like it does. How? I feel like it does. How? <laughs> How, Slay? <laughs> How? How does it allow that? You don't have the answer, Slay. You don't. <laughs> and I might not have the answers. Uh, okay, maybe not submission allows that. Maybe a relationship allows that. I feel like there's more to a relationship just than being submissive. Like, that's not at the forefront. But 
for everything. But that's what this podcast. is. I know, but I'm, I'm trying to get you to like you're, but you're basing like the whole thing, the whole relationship off of being submissive. Like we in bed, I can't go to sleep without my husband going to sleep. Like, <laughs> this is how I can't, take, <laughs> I can't take my bite to eat before he take his bite to eat. Like, it's not, I don't think it's like that. <laughs> I don't think it's like that at all. I've had to pee for the past forty five minutes. That's <laughs> what my husband said. I said no. My husband said he doesn't like that. I'll put the seat back up. So I don't, I just feel like it's not like that 24 seven. I feel like they're talking about like when they're making major decisions, when they're making major, major moves, this is how they act. This is how he leads and she follows. I feel like that's what she's saying. Yeah, I'm listening. And with all that, I feel like there's times where he's able to be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I need help with this. Sis, I need, I need you. Babe, I need you. Like, I feel like there's moments like that that he's able to take the load off. They just didn't speak up about it. I don't, I don't, I think, I mean, I get what you're saying, but it's like, I was listening to Young and May's um, interview today and she was talking about how she self-heals a lot. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't really reach out to help. She self-heals. And it sounded like more on a tangent, but it makes sense. And when I, the first thing that came to my mind was, oh, well, if your problems have a common foundation, you're going to get the same problems. It's just going to come out in different ways. Mm-hmm. So at the foundation of the relationship is submission. Like it, that's a very, it's a, it, at the foundation, it's a, to me, it's a cruddy philosophy. Okay. And, it, and being at the. But it's, it's a problem for you, not for them. But I think it further perpetuates an issue within our community. How, Sway? It's not, it's, you don't think it's fucking like patriot, it's, it's like drenched in patriarchy and drenched in sexism and it's drenched in like, and it, it, and it also perpetuates this like inhuman in a way, realistic, like black people, I think oftentimes are not taught to look at each other as humans because from a societal standpoint, we're not viewed as humans. So being that we don't view each other as humans, the expectations that we put on each other a lot of times are inhuman. Okay. So when you allow to put inhuman expectations on people, especially women who don't want to fucking submit, who don't want to do this stuff, or men who just like, yo. I don't want to leave. I don't not even just want to leave. You want me to read the stock market every fucking like you want me to do all this homework? Nigga, I'm trying to find a job. <laughs> it's not it's just not fair it's just like it's, it's, it's not it, it further perpetuates and causes like rift between the two because i also think i'm i don't know i need to do more research on this but i don't know if the whole idea of submission is like just a black thing i feel like becky be submitted to i don't think that becky be submitting i feel like becky submits i only reason the only reason why i don't think other well latino community definitely but the correlation Asian community. The, I don't think the Asian community. What? Well, I don't know. I, you know what? Let me go back. I don't know the Asian community like that. So, which Asian are you talking about? Like Chinese or Indian? Uh, for sure, Chinese. They're patriarchal. So there's so, but the, here's the common denominator. They that can't you said, move without the man. So here's the common denominator that you said with all of those groups. They're all heavily religious. That's the fucking world. But, <laughs> but that's that is like how wars and everything started. But that's what I'm saying. It's we a, can't it's go a back and change that. 
It's a problematic foundation that's going to continue to perpetuate problems. I feel you. And you're not going to have it in your household, and that's fine. I'm probably not, no. You're not going to have it in your household. Most likely not. That's totally fine. So at the end of the day, you were not forced to mention. But what I was saying is, let's go back. I think everyone in the world is very religious, except for white people. I don't think white people are as religious as everyone else. Angelo, Angelo, Angelo? Saxon? Angelo Saxon. The clan? Anglo Saxon. Anglo Saxon. Yes. Catholicism. No, these are, okay, these are all different variations of religion, but I don't think, I don't think, like, from a cultural standpoint, they're as religious or as engulfed in religions, religious texts as we are. I get what you're saying now. Like, I was thinking that you're saying like they don't. No, they 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 are, are religious, but you're saying like where they pull. They from. are a part of religion, but I don't think that. And oftentimes mm. in their culture, I mean, I've had limited access to yeah. white people. But from what I understand about just watching white people, listening to them talk, cultural expectations, most of the time the people who are heavily religious are usually black people and people of color, and they are often religious because they are put into shitty situations right. in which they feel like they need to believe in something more Higher. than what's in front of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anyone's religion or anything like that, but that's just, if you just look, if I'm from the outside looking in, because I didn't grow up in religion, nothing yeah. like that, so I'm watching. It's like when I was watching Us, when I saw um, the doppelganger, how religious she was, that's when I knew exactly what it was about because that's what they give poor people. Um, poor people or people in shady situations because black people and people of color is not equal poor but people in certain oftentimes the shitty situations are the most religious mm-hmm. people who are like on drugs are usually the most religious it's, but I don't really see white people uh, who are that religious and the reason why I say that is because with that unfair expectation that's being placed because that's a big part of why people go outside of their race like a lot of people within the black community, I think they start dating white people because there's self-hate, there's all this other stupidness, but I mean, not stupidness, those are all valid things, self-hate, all this stuff, but then there's also a time in which they feel like they can be human. With the white people. Yeah. Because white that people... That made them feel not human. That mm-hmm. dehumanized them. That's crazy. That's, That's why... But that makes... But, but you understand... Stockholm Syndrome. But you understand because it's like... We're not, because racism is systematic, whatever, right? When I think of racism, I always say, I think of Band-Aids. That's the first thing that comes to my mind every single time. Because if you cut someone's arm, you put the Band-Aid on, it's supposed to be skin tone thing. But even if you put it on yours, skin, you're lighter than me, and put it on mine, it's not going to fit. They have skin tone now, but yeah. They have it now, but for the longest time, the expectation, the standard of being a human is being white. So being at the standard of being a human a lot of times is being white, they are... Condi- they are they live in more humanistic conditions. So being that they're living in more humanistic conditions, they're able to move about in a more humane way. Sometimes mm-hmm. they crazy as shit. Lack empathy a lot of times. But do you, do you understand what I'm saying? I like, do. Look, I do get what you're saying. That's where my brain goes with that. That went pretty far. Are <laughs> <laughs> pretty deep, I should say. Um, I didn't really analyze it throughout all the. That's how my brain goes all the um, races and ethnicities of the world. Uh, I did not. But, I mean, what you've been saying makes sense, and I think a big part does come from... Nothing you said made sense. I'm just playing. 
I feel like a big part does come from your cultural upbringing. I think it comes from your geographical location. Mm-hmm. I think it it comes from a lot of things. But at the end of the day, I still feel like you fall into these little these categories through gender roles in general. I feel like when you go home and you get married, I feel like your wife's still going to look up to you to uh, be a leader of the house. I just feel like that's going to happen. Are there moments where wives are the leaders of the home? Yes. Are there mom- are there exceptions to what I- to what I'm saying? Yes, there's always exceptions. Mm-hmm. I just feel like a lot of times the submission, the dainty lady, and the leading man. I just feel like people fall into those gender roles all the time, and that's just what it is, and that's what it's going to end up as. I yeah, uh, I mean, because when we taught, when I was teaching at the second year, me and my co teacher. They always set up men and men and women, whatever. And we pretty much ran that classroom like a marriage. Like she pretty much handled most of the routine stuff because mm-hmm. I'm just not mentally good at that stuff. And I handled like the bigger things because like I'm a big picture type of person. I mean, it, it could go into gender roles, but like she was definitely the leader of that classroom because she was more equipped to be the leader of a classroom. Mm-hmm. She knew better. She taught longer than I did. She knew what she was supposed to and do. And why can't we just say like they lead at different instances? Because that's not submission. That's, that's literally not what he said. What he said was, I'm, I'm for that. We leave in these instances. And that's what, that's what Amanda Seal said. That's what he's pretty much saying. But if you really listen to what he's saying, he's like, I'm a, I'm a good, I'm a leader, but I'm a kind leader. There's only one leader. That's what he's saying the entire time. He's making all of the decisions. Now, uh, it's up to her. She doesn't. She's just not forced to uh, uh, blind. She's not forced to just actually have to listen to it because you know time passes. But at the end of the day, he makes all of the decisions. That's literally what he said. That's what he does as the head. Yes. So like, whether it's a small decision or a big decision, making decisions. But he does not do that without her input. That's he cool. Does not do that without. Right. <laughs> without I studied her IO psychology. So there's the fucking, uh, the, the fucking direct, um, what is it? It's like the Taylorism. That's what it was. It was like really uh, manager, other manager, employee, like a direct chain of command. And then there's the organic relationships in which, oh, you know, you know, Mark Zuckerberg will allow some people to speak from time to time in Facebook, but at the end of the day, he has the final say. He has the right to have that final say because he worked his ass off to just be a billionaire and uh, become a Facebook owner, but... And he gets credit for being a gracious leader. That's what we used to study. Like, Facebook had a very organic, you know, inviting everyone to speak and all this other shit. That's cool. But imagine if he just got that fucking role because he's a white man, which usually happens. But But imagine if he just got that role because he's a a man and, like, because he's a gentle leader. That is not fair. He should just get this role because he's a leader. Maybe because he's a man. Okay, but he also says... Fantasia's husband also says like he works for that position, and she says that he works. He works to maintain a position. He works to maintain a position that was already appointed to him. I don't know where to go with this thing. <laughs> I really don't. We're gonna keep going in circles because I just feel like for one, it's not for everybody, and we got that down packed. Fine, for it's not two, for everybody. For two, I feel like like we said, there's a lot of cultural and um, religious background within it. Okay. Three, I feel like there is two people coming together to make a decision, but he leads the decisions, yes. 
I just feel like you're not giving the female credit enough within the quote-unquote submissive role because of the word submission. That's fair, what you're saying. And there could be something I'm missing because, like I said, I didn't grow up religious or anything like that. Um, but to me, I mean, it just, and it also just relates to how I grew up and with the women in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, the women are very stern, very non-submissive, stuff like that. But at the same time... <laughs> I don't know whether that was their personality or because there was no men for them to submit to anyway. Maybe. I, you know what? Honestly, I grew up in a household where I felt like we we were taught to be submissive as females to be submissive and be Who's the, we? When the females within the house. Like me and my cousin. Okay. It was basically the only two grand, granddaughters. Um, we were taught to be more domesticated. We were taught to, you know... Yeah, you don't never got no food and this. <laughs> And I surely ain't. But the funny thing is that, that I was pointing out that was like, but like there was really no men in the house. Yeah. So what are you like really educating us about? Because like you, you're trying to educate us, but you don't have an example to really show us how to apply this. Yeah. So um, it's funny, but I mean, this is the stuff that's instilled in you, and that's what was instilled in my mom. That's what was instilled in Fantasia and her husband, and that's fine because that's the way they live there relationship they live in a submissive world and they're okay with him being the leader and checking the financial books and reading the newspaper and getting all the current events and reporting back to his wife to make sure all the decisions are right within their household Mm -hmm. they're okay with that and And it's okay that you don't like it it's okay that you want an equal partner it's okay that you want to be like babe i can't do it today I get. I mean, yeah, it's okay. I guess the reason why it bothers me more is because there's just so much. There's less. That view is the majority. I just feel like you didn't. You. I just feel like we got one little piece, and not the whole thing, and we're trying to destroy the whole thing. Because at the pieces of fucking. It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. I Clearly, was, you need more. You I need a bigger interview. example. I watched him talk about it. I watched Amanda Seals talk about it. This is not the first time I've heard this. I've had this conversation. Mm-hmm. I've had this conversation numerous times. Mm-hmm. And then, like, especially with my dating life at, out here, which is non-existent, um, I just don't. I that's one roadblock I often run into. The expectations that are set from a religious standpoint. I bump into that a lot. I mean, I bump into it a lot more out here than I do in New York. So I guess, you know, it bothers me personally. But I can also see how it affects us as a community. To be honest, I being wanting, I grew up trying to understand that I'm, with the understanding that I'm supposed to be submissive to a man, right? And so I feel like in my last relationship, I feel like I tried to take that role. I, I put leadership on him when he wasn't ready for leadership. At all, right? So I feel like maybe the sink, the ship sunk because of the ex, ex. First of all, there was a ship. <laughs> we was on a ship. The ship was gliding through. Okay, okay. the ship was cute. We was rocking. We was going. Okay, it was steaming down the river. <laughs> Why is there a ship in the river? Because in there. But I just been like. There's a lot of expectations placed on him that was probably unrealistic because of my upbringing. But I could only have that reflection once I got out of the situation and took a look like, oh, Chandra, maybe maybe your mindset of thinking 
needs to be tweaked on, I don't know, expecting him to make majority of the decisions, like not vocalizing your thoughts and your needs enough. And I, that's why I think I, I side with Fantasia a lot because it's not that she's saying that she's quiet. It's not that she's mute. She's vocalizing her opinion. She's able to bring her thoughts and her principles to the table, and he's open to hearing that, and they're open to making a decision. He's just the one calling the shot. But they already talked about it. We already know what the shot is. Just shoot it. That's what I feel like is happening. Like, the decision's already made. He's just the one saying, it's A, Alex. <laughs> um, I guess. I see what you're saying. So there's one button. They were talking together. But, but how come he gets to push the button? Okay. Like, <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> Listen, thank you for tuning in. And then who leads in, in like homosexual uh, relationships? We're not even gonna go there. <laughs> the leader gonna lead the same, and they gonna fall into their roles just like the heterosexual relationships do. What the fuck you happened? fall into your role. Whatever. That's what happens. Thank y'all for listening. Tune in next time. Bye. Y'all be sure to follow us on social media platforms. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter. It's at yo to your that's at Y-O-O, the number two, Y-E-R-R. Also, you can follow us individually. You can follow your girl Chandra at goddess underscore of underscore thickness double zero, y'all. And Katama at Katama. That's K E T A Y M A. All right. Hope to hear from y'all soon.